So, like, take off to the great white north. Take off. It's a beauty way to go. Take off, you hosers. Hey guys, welcome back to Hosers. This is episode 76. I'm your host, Chris Killingsworth, and joining me as always is my co-host, Carter Dupel. Carter, how are you? <laughs> What's going on, Chris? Going <laughs> pretty well. We've also, got our friend, we've also got our friend Thomas <laughs> Williams for Durham Hello. Region. What's your address again? 536. <laughs> Uh, no, 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 no! Don't do it! Don't do it, dude. We don't no. want we don't want a dog dog syndrome. So for the first little bit, uh, Thomas was answering you like he was getting your questions delayed. <laughs> like, like Chris, yeah, like <laughs> hey, we've got Thomas live on the. Hey, scene. Chris, how's it going today? Good, good, good. Uh, we wanted to talk about the. House yeah, fire. I'm just doing work right now. <laughs> Every, everything's delayed with Chris. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, what's going on, Thomas? How are you, buddy? Nothing. Just as you said, I'm hanging out in Durham Region. I'm just hanging out with all the Leafs fans over here. And just, uh, yeah. It's been a while. As you guys may or may not know, we haven't recorded an episode since the end of November. So, um, are you serious? We want... Yeah, man. It's been a Holy while. Fuck. Sorry, yeah, everybody. We've been... We truly the bad boys of uh, hockey podcast, but yeah. um, we yeah we, we saw the season it. start and was like, no, not time yet, not enough. Can we, I don't, no, <laughs> not enough to talk about. Not enough. Yeah, to talk you about. guys, world juniors. No, sorry, no, nope, not doing it. You guys thought we were going to do a best of twenty twenty podcast? You thought you thought wrong. No, we weren't doing clip it. clip show. No, that's too much work. Nope, nope. And we actually we. Uh, <laughs> We actually guessed that Line and uh, Dubois were going to get traded back in December, but yep. podcast never <laughs> came out. So now yep. you know. But I in, actually in recorded honesty, a whole thing by myself and just said everything that was correct. Yeah, Thomas had so, a had like a like um like a prophecy. Yeah. Yes, and it was, but he dropped he dropped his phone in water and had to get a new phone, and he so the prophecy's lost. It's true. <laughs> Never to do I, I it again. I etched it into stone. I etched <laughs> it into stone, and I came from, came from the heavens. And then you lost them, so and we I can't lost. tell you guys. <laughs> we don't have proof that Thomas was right. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. can't rule Sorry, it guys. rightly or wrongly, but yeah, like I mean, we talked about it. I mean, really, it's the second of February. It's Groundhog Day. You know, every day's been kind of feeling like the same for a long time. And, um, you know, we just wanted to commit to uh, bringing you content uh, once a week moving forward. So that's, that's, I know it's, suiting that, it's suiting that it's on Groundhog Day because us promising <laughs> consistent content is like Groundhog Day. <laughs> but we meet yeah. it this time. We meet it this time. Yeah. No, I we do. I definitely am not 
I'm not backing away this time. No, no we, and like I mean, we talked about, we owe it to ourselves, like, more than anything, I think. Yeah, for sure. Be accountable. Yeah, and I think, like, this podcast has been going on for so long, and I mean, when Carter and I started it initially, we didn't really know what it was going to turn into, and of course, Thomas came on pretty shortly after we started, and, you know, we had a pretty good idea of what we wanted it to be, but I think you know, consistency has not been a strength for us. <laughs> and yeah, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna make an effort to, to work on it a little bit better. But that's not to say that we haven't had, you know, things going on in our lives. And, um, you know, that's not an excuse. It's just like, yeah, the last little while has been, been pretty crazy for everybody. And um, I know for myself, I just need to make time uh, for, for hanging out with a couple of buddies, having a couple of beers talking about hockey and some other nonsense. What do you guys think? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's all right. It, yeah. It's, it's, it's like not hard to carve out some time. Like it was nice today with all the reading that I'm doing just to like read about hockey and like not just like mindlessly watch a game, but actually do some active research. And like I have, I have shown show prep notes on my second screen uh, right now. Who is and, he? Fucking nerd. And, and so it's, yeah, it's, it's like no excuse not to carve out like an hour for like making sure we're prepped and then like we shouldn't have to carve out time to hang out with one another. So it's, yeah, it's, um, I'm excited to, to have a new fire lit under my ass to do this more consistently and hang out with you guys. I love it. This is hashtag growth. I think we're yeah. about a month out from, um, New Year's resolutions, but this definitely feels good. We just need whole. to make sure that the one that we made, we were going to stick to, so we couldn't start it. Right. We we're going to stick to it, right? It's true. That's very true. We're not going to um, be like the, the week one gym goers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and you can't go to the gym right now. So how's your like <laughs> quarantine? Whoa. It is topical. There you Whoa. go. Did you <laughs> what did you guys? 2020. <laughs> yeah it did suck that's true what um what have you been up to the last like two months and a bit thomas uh i got a new job but that's a day job so i don't want people to dox me and know where i work and come kill me so i won't say anything more but could you maybe you just give like a fake job um let us proclaim the mystery. I'm a youth pastor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I sell cars on the highway. Um, no, it's chill. It's pretty good, honestly. And the blog's going well. We recorded since then. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going well. Um, season is good. People are good. Adding new writers. Business, 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 doing all that managerial stuff. It's pretty chill, honestly. I love um, it. Lots of delegating, yeah. I hope. Oh, yeah. Well, basically, yeah. like, bugging people to write shit. But uh, <laughs> that's, a little, that's a little too on the nose. Uh, hopefully, no one listens to this. Uh, but, yeah. Hearing you say business, I want to see you in, like, a setting dick. All right, listen here, guys. I feel like there's a disconnect. We can't really yeah. put the cart before the horse, so I feel like I need to loop mm-hmm. everyone in. Mm-hmm. And then um, we need to mm-hmm. we need to take a look back at the starting line before we get to the finish line. It's true. It's true. And if you guys <laughs> then, have a chance, then... <laughs> if you want to connect on this a little bit later, Thomas, I mm-hmm. look forward to 
you know, collaborating and, and you know, just really having a healthy dialogue. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, just, I think this right here is an opportunity for. Fuck, <laughs> I was going to say opportunity. You know, this, this is just an opportunity to really see the community and see, uh, be part of the bigger picture and work and yeah. work towards goals that will eventually <laughs> really help us all. I know. Maybe I'm sending yeah, it up. The, maybe I'm sending it up the wrong flagpole, but. <laughs> And, and you know what? It, it, listen, listen. If you are, you know what? I, I I look at it and I go, you know what we're having here? We're just having a teachable moment. That's all this is. It's all just teachable yeah. moments. I hope you well. just, just bumping it up to the top of your inbox here. <laughs> That's the most condescending thing you could ever say to me. <laughs> teachable moment. Oh, I hate that. It is the most, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, like, uh, if I hit somebody with my car and I'm like, oh, <laughs> you know what? Let's just send this up to a teachable moment, guys. Yep. You know what I mean? Sorry about that. Hey, you, you, said, know, um, you know, go ahead. I was going to say, like, not everything's a teachable moment. Sometimes you're just a fucking asshole. So I guess I was the asshole in the situation. I feel like I've told the story where I got in trouble for saying we fucked up at work. <laughs> yeah you did yeah 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 i love that story yeah like we made a big mistake it was like a 20 dollars mistake and i was like had the team and i was junior at the time i was like listen guys we fucked up we need to find it like we have to eat this cost we have to find a way to make it right um like we can't fuck up like this again then like 10 minutes after the meeting i get an email from hr and i come down and <laughs> they like explain that i can't say we fucked up to adults that work in advertising <laughs> they're basically like okay well let's use this as a as a teachable moment or an opportunity to like and i was like oh, i feel God. like i'm in the twilight zone i'm like you should be able to be like alive and honest with people if they fuck it's up it's just right? the, the buzzwords man they're so <laughs> powerful There's, and you know what i i am the king of using them at work like i got like a bingo sheet and i'm like Collaborate, connection, dialogue, uh, support, opportunity. Um, confidence. You sunk my battleship. You sunk my confidence. Battleship. Confidence. Confidence. Really, like Thomas, we're you know this is obviously a little bit off the beaten path here, but we're just trying to help you get to the next level. Um, at I, your new. It's job. not for me. It's not for me. Yeah, it's not for me. It's not for me, baby. <laughs> Carter, um, do you think that? Well, thank you, thank you, guys. I'll take this. I'll take this and learn from it. Yeah, just pen it down, buddy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Carter, do you miss like working, or are you just still loving school? Uh, I don't know. It's like the school's tough. It's definitely like so. I've never taken an online course in my life, so it's it's really tough. Like I feel like I'm going crazy. Like today, I had a lecture, like a live lecture, and. I just put my headphones in and worked out during it because I can't sit in the same spot anymore. Yeah. So I'm like finding ways to like stay busy while still digesting information. Um, but I miss the hustle and bustle and like, like the, the pressure and like the, how fast paced it was and everything. Like life's definitely slowed down considerably. Um, yeah. And so, and I, I miss the human interaction of it, I guess. I never thought I would. Like I, I always thought I was kind of a put my head down and work type person, but um, I miss that. I miss the free chocolate. I miss the free beer. Um, Preach. We miss it too. Trust us. <laughs> I think yeah. That's the biggest thing is we don't have like a, we don't have a, 
like a, a chill a chill pad to record in anymore courtesy of yeah. other people <laughs> well and and their beverages and, and snacks really. that's what i mean i was like the king i actually was thinking about yeah. the other day not that i need it right now but like we have like this thing in canada it's called green pea and like you can park anywhere in like big cities with a green pea um app and i had a corporate beat green pea account that's right and yeah. i was like i was oh, the king of sure. toronto with a corporate green pea account dude yeah straight up i love that dude so just like little things you don't realize you're like oh shit well, like i, I have to yeah. buy my own i have to buy my own cliff bars <laughs> <laughs> yeah we don't like i got mad at my mom and dad the other day i was like we don't have a drawer of oh, cliff man. bars like you f- yeah. fucking idiots. I need a cliff bar at 10, 10 30 AM. I, I abused free stuff so much at Yahoo. Cause I knew also I was like, I knew for probably my last two months there that I was going to eventually transition to like working from home, like remote yeah. work even. And it was before COVID, like they had their freelancers or whatever, like working cause they can't be in the building, whatever, if they're not like employees. Right. Um, so I knew that. So I'd be like coming home and like, just take a picture of the open fridge and text it to Emily and be like, what do you want? And bring it like, just like a, ki- a six pack of Diet Coke or whatever, or like anything, just like any, just, yeah, it was so hey, sweet. And just when like, I was like young and junior, I used to live off the cliff bars. Like I like barely had enough money for the train, let alone breakfast and coffee. Yeah. Cliff bars are pretty bomb. I'm with you guys on that one. Um, as much as I want to talk about cliff bars, I kind of got to tell you guys uh, this kind of crazy thing that happened to Robin and I a couple of days ago, because I'm trying to like slide in my own little life update, but I think you guys are really going to love this one. So a couple of weeks ago, well, it was about a week ago, I guess, Robin and I uh, are, are leaving for work, you know, have a good day. See you later. And about an hour into my day, I'm at work and she sends me this text message. She's like, yo, um, I just got this really fucked up voicemail. And the name of the caller ID of the person that called me, his name was Carl Smith. Do we know a Carl Smith? And I was like, no, what, what do you mean Carl Smith? I don't know a Carl Smith. She's like, well, the voicemail was like fucked up. It was just basically like, Hey, uh, if you fucking call me one more time, I'm going to fucking kill you. (laughs) And I was like, babe, like, who is this guy? I don't, you know, like, I'm kind of wigging out a little bit. So I said, like, you know what? It's probably not a big deal. Just leave it. You know, let me know if anything else happens. Lunchtime comes and goes. I get another call from her. She goes, Chris. Carl Smith left me another voicemail and I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, what did it say this time? And it goes, Hey, I'm not going to tell you fucking scammers again. Stop fucking calling me. If you call me one more time, I'm going to come and skull fuck your mother. (laughs) And then it hangs up. So we're like kind of freaking out a little bit because we don't know who this person is. So I say, I'm going to like, I'm, I'm, you know, going to drive home when I'm done work at five o'clock, I'm going to call the police and I'm going to let them know. And I mean, we've all gotten prank phone calls before, right? Like it happens, but like 
never have I seen somebody make no attempt to block their phone number and leave these fucked up voicemails. So I call Barry police, Barry police is like, okay. Um, yeah, like that's really weird. And you don't know Carl Smith. And I'm like, I have no idea who Carl Smith is. And about 20 minutes. I know a Thomas Williams. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Robin goes, I Googled uh, Carl Smith and he was this guy that was holding people hostages with a gun. And I'm like, where was this? She's like, London, Ontario. And I'm like, oh man, like, I hope it's not him. Like, yeah, they're going to turn you into lampshades. (laughs) 100%. We're both like, you know, when you're like already worried about something and you just kind of perpetuate it because you just like gas on the fire (laughs) yeah you like google it you're like oh man maybe carl smith you know he's been inside because he's you know been dealing with the covid you know situation (laughs) maybe we're just on his will and we got a lot of money (laughs) yeah like but it was so specific like why would you ever tell a stranger you're gonna fuck their mother like that's such a weird thing to say so anyways (laughs) Barry police say, we're going to send a cruiser by because we want to hear the voicemails. So sure enough, Robin, uh, you know, we meet back at the house. Barry police show up at the door. And this this officer, uh, Officer Edgar was his name. He goes, um, hey, like, I'm, I'm here about the voicemails. And Robin and I are out there. You know, we got our masks and stuff on and um i'm laughing because i just think the whole situation is so fucked up so he's like oh yeah do you mind if i hear the voicemails and it's like you have one saved message i'm not gonna tell you motherfuckers again if you call me one more fucking time i'm gonna fucking kill you and of course i'm laughing because (laughs) you're like like, i swear to god we don't know this guy (laughs) (laughs) yeah basically so um he starts laughing and he goes well it must be a blocked number and we're like no it's like a 705 area code like you know i don't want to like i said to the cop i was like i don't want to call him because if i call him i'm gonna freak out on him so he's like okay okay give me the phone give me the phone i'm gonna call him so he dials the number and you know you hear like the and he's got the guy on speakerphone and this guy goes hello and the police officer is like uh hey yeah uh is is this carl uh yeah speaking oh uh hey carl this is uh the barry uh the the barry uh police service calling and um we're just calling about a, a series of of voicemails that that you've been leaving somebody i didn't leave any voicemails Oh, okay. Well, like we just have a phone number here that is is your phone number. Like you answered it, and you didn't block the call. Uh, so we just we want to get some more information about that. You fucking scammers! Why are you calling me? Why you? Who the fuck is this? Why are you calling me? And of course, I'm laughing like so hard that Robin has to like shoo me away. So I walk away <laughs> and the guy goes, oh, I'm sure you're the fucking cops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure you're the fucking cops. Well, if you're the fucking cops coming, coming to my house, you know where to find me. You know where I live. Fuck you, cop. And I'm I, I like, you know, when you like have like like this aha, like kind of epiphany moment. 
I realize that he thinks that we're one of these like CRA, I think it's CRA, right? Like the, yeah, the, the revenue federal, agency. Oh, the revenue yeah. agency. You know how there's like all these robo scam calls and stuff? Yeah, coming from like 647 numbers and shit. Yeah. He yeah. must think that we're one of these people. And if you've ever gotten one of those voicemails, it always says, if you do not pay us, we will call the police. So he must have thought that it was a f- person pretending to be a cop to, to try and figure this all out. So then oh he, tells the cop to, he tells the cop to fuck to off. To fuck off. So the cop, the cop goes, okay, I'm going to call him one more time. And I'm going to be like, hey, this is the police. Stop calling these people. So he does it. And, you know, Carl's just like, yeah, yeah, fuck yourself, buddy. You know where to find me. If you were a cop, you know where I live. So then the police officer sends a photo message of him standing in front of our house with his, like the, uh, the epaulet or like the, the badge, yeah. uh, like kind of on his shirt, yeah. like, you know, the crest on it and says, this is Barry police service. Stop calling this phone number. And I'm like piecing it together with the police officer. Cause I'm basically like, yo, this is definitely what's going on. Like this shit is crazy. So he goes, okay, I think you guys are fine. I'll call you and let you know how it goes. So Robin and I are back in the house. We're fucking dying because it's such a ridiculous thing. And then I get a phone call from the police officer about five minutes later. And he goes, hey, so Carl had been getting a series of these robocalls from a 705 number. And it is, so for example, the same uh, th- so of, of the four last digits in Robin's phone number, three of them were the same and one of them was off and he misdialed the number. So he'd been leaving voicemails for Robin thinking that it was her that was scamming him. Oh and when he God. found out that he left all these voicemails, he was beside himself, like <laughs> crying to the police, like, oh my God. I fucked up so bad. I'm so sorry. Like that was super disrespectful only to find out that he's like a 70 year old man living somewhere in Barrie and he doesn't know how to block phone calls. So like if you or I get these voicemails or these robo calls, we know how to block them, block right? Him. He has no idea. And of course with COVID, he doesn't necessarily like have a family member or support system to like walk him through it. So apparently he was just like absolutely beside himself. And uh, that's like the most exciting thing that's happened to me in the last did, couple of weeks. Did you ask him if he wanted to come on the show? <laughs> we could call him. <laughs> Want to call him right now? No, we he's going to have a stroke <laughs> <for> if you <laughs> call him. <laughs> if, if you bring me on your fucking podcast one more time, I'm going <laughs> to fucking kill you. <laughs> I'm going to fuck your mothers if you ask me to be on this stupid <laughs> hockey podcast one more time. Your podcast is... Intro. Oh, my God. We I don't know if I can kill us. listening to the Hoses podcast. <laughs> You're listening to the Hoses podcast. And if you don't give it a five-star review, I'm going to fuck your mother. That's what he's going to say. And if you're the cops, uh, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. But, oh my God. It was, it was like legitimately fucked up, but like also pretty funny. Anyways, oh, poor, I needed to tell you guys guy, that story. 
A hundred percent. Like I could not believe. Yeah. And the cop was like, like dying of laughter. He's like, yo, this is insane. And I was like, he was like a younger cop. And we were just howling. It was, it was pretty funny. Like, in the big bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, yo, you're, are, are you, are you Chris from Hosers, dude? <laughs> I've, me and the boys. I saw Shut Eyes. Show. <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, tell Thomas that Pillar's fucking rocked. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, anyways, okay. I needed to get that over with. So one thing that we've committed to moving forward is talking about our agenda for the show. So a couple of things we're going to talk about tonight. Now that we've got all the nonsense out of the way. <laughs> what? What? Is, do you have, is this like a preview? Yeah. Now no, we, we have, have to get bit. to the the real business like Dustin Diamond. This is the, this is the table yeah, of contents. It is. That was like one of the top notes this week. Dustin Diamond Screech from Saved by the Bell. And that infamous porn video is no longer with us. Dies of cancer at age 44. The guy had found out he had cancer three weeks ago. Just terrible stuff. Did you guys ever watch Saved by the Bell? I loved no. Saved by the Bell. Oh, yeah. Thomas didn't have a TV until he was fucking 25. <laughs> so, good to know. Yeah, he just watched good a Frosted Flakes box for the first 25 years of his yep. life. <laughs> <laughs> I did the maze on the back. I did that, those a lot. Did it over and over again. I did it with pencil, so I had to erase it. It is honestly sad though. Like, so um, Saved by the Bell used to play from 7 until 8 a.m. on TBS, the Superstation, Channel 53, when I was a kid. And I've seen every single episode about 100 times. It, this is the first time that somebody from like TV, like childhood TV, has died for me. And it, I don't know, it's kind of a weird, it's a weird vibe. I don't know, it's, it's hard to explain. But rest in peace to Dustin Diamond and, um, you know, Screech lives on forever. We also, uh, now that we got the Saved by the Bell news out of the way, um, what are you laughing at, Thomas? Do you think Screech is Screech any, Diamond? Did they, have any fa- did they have any famous sayings? Do you have catchphrases? Uh, what like, do you I'm think? Screech in here. <laughs> screech in here. <laughs> like, uh... Just like cacod, like a parrot or a crow, dude. Screech. Oh or my just like, god! I don't know. Okay, well, one of the like the one of the ones that comes to mind for me is Mr. Belding said, "Screech, you cantaloupe," and Screech says, "Who are you calling a cantaloupe, you melon head?" <laughs> wow, it's a pretty good one. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you don't like that one? <laughs> It's or, right. or how about, oh, no, Zach, last time you had an idea, I wound up naked in a jar full of jelly beans. Okay, <laughs> fuck you guys. <laughs> you know what? It doesn't matter. I remember, the, matter. I remember the cantaloupe one. The cantaloupe one's a great one. But anyways, rest in peace, King. Um, it's just, it's a bummer. It's sad. But it's hard to pivot from Screech dying to a different topic. But we You're do got to talk about we do got to talk about the Scotiabank North Division. Oh, I thought you were Screech to Tony. I was like, that's a pretty like well, 
That makes God, sense. why didn't you take Tony D'Angelo? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Save Screech. Give Tony yeah. D'Angelo lung cancer. Okay, Jeez. but... <laughs> <laughs> so dark. Dear God, please make me a bird. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> I got the power now. Yeah, it's just you and you and God talking on Slack. He's like, ha sorry, ha sorry, T Dog. Did Screech have fifty-five points in sixty-eight games last year? Oh God! <laughs> I had to I choose between the two of them. <laughs> so I was too busy with the Capitol Hill riots. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> Press the wrong button. I was, yeah. It's protecting the, the president. Uh, the Tony D'Angelo stuff is crazy, and I mean, obviously, we have to talk about it. So, Thomas, what are the facts? Okay. Um, he got waived. That was, I guess we could do this like chronologically, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I, so if I really want to Tarantino this. So yeah. Me- Memento this. <laughs> yeah. There See you that go. movie. Um, there you go. boy. <laughs> but yeah, so he got waived and we always knew he was a, like a piece of shit. And then he was like kicked. He left Twitter because Trump was kicked off of Twitter and, Threatening to like fight fans the, throughout his career, and like he and had got, several burners. <laughs> yeah, and then he got suspended in the OHL for calling a black player a racist slur uh, on the ice. All this stuff, whatever. He has um, a history of a very problematic. Yes. yes, unbecoming behavior. Ex- let's say. Yeah, like COVID denial, and yeah, whatever. Um, exactly. So then he all waved out of the blue. Was it Saturday? I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I lo- love so getting I, that notification in my phone. I got oh like Oh my eight God. Times. It was crazy. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. It um, was crazy. So we got waved and then people were trying to figure out why. And then like they quickly realized there was a, a fight broke out between Georgiev and yeah. D'Angelo. And it was, it was after the because game as well. It was after the game because D'Angelo kind of played soft on. It was the Pittsburgh game. And they kind of played soft against Crosby's overtime goal, and he yes, blamed very Gorgiev. Soft. Yeah, he like yeah. Um, he blamed Gorgiev for that. Um, reportedly, this is like other info. Apparently, reportedly called them a commie, um, and then Gorgiev like. Punched him with his blocker still on. That this was new info today. Was that he punched him with those blocker on and had him in a in a headlock? Oh, he Patrick Wadham. Yeah. And then like, and then people had to break it up. And then like, there's reports of like Miller was the one that like broke it up, or Kreider was. I don't know, it's good. It doesn't really matter anyways. There's a huge thing of like uh, a teammate fighting or whatever, and then he's waved like the next day. Um, and then already the team like. GM is saying that he's never going to play for the Rangers again. And then now we're also seeing teams might trade for him. So that was league. That was literally today. He is 1000% going to be playing an NHL game within the next two weeks. I think so. It's going to happen. A hundred percent. If, if he's not on the COVID list, like they're grasping at straws, right? Well, and then you look at teams too, that are struggling 
not that he's had a great start. I think he had a point in six games, but yeah, like obviously there are teams struggling on defense and, you know, political views and all the other nonsense that he's, you know, been accused of in the past, things that we know about, um, you know, it's hard to say no to a 25 year old offensive defenseman who happens to be right-handed. Yeah. But like, that's the, that's the tough thing with like, I guess, personal life and professional sports. Like if you look at guys like Drew Brees, like he's a Trump guy. He's like, like a bit of a fuckhead, but he carries himself in a way that you're like, okay, those are just his political views, but he still carries himself in a respectful way through the or the NFL. Right. Yeah, like he keeps it more hidden. Like he's still hanging out with Trump and stuff. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, Yeah, you have to really more dig. Where like Tony D'Angelo is like out in the open. Like it's so. Yeah, he's like out in the open about his like his like weird views, but he's also a shithead, right? Like if Drew Brees was a shithead, then everyone would be talking about how what he's like, like off the off the field, right? But he's not. Yeah, yeah, like, like there's a, there's a way like, to carry yourself if you're gonna align with an unpopular opinion, right? Well, like Team PR never had to like shut down Drew Brees' like Twitter account. Like Tony yeah. D'Angelo had to had had multiple runs of run-ins with Rangers PR of being like, yeah. you can't tweet that, delete that tweet, you can't say this, you can't do that. Like it's like when they paid Lupo control- to stay it's away. Another headache. <laughs> yeah, like it's just like a headache of just like this nonsense and like. For the Rangers to d- deal with that for so long just because he's, like, a decent hockey player and he's terrible defensively. He's, like, one of the yeah. worst defensive players in the league um, just because he's able to put up some points. Um, it's kind of, I don't know, it's it's hard to swallow because it's, like, you want to just watch the game and kind of enjoy it and whatever, and I get it. But, like, yeah, yeah, it's, for me, that's, like, a step, like, a million steps too far with all that it, stuff. And like, yeah. It, kind of to me reminds me of when uh when Slava Voinov was out of the league and I mean obviously it's two different scenarios but at the same time two I would say coveted to a degree right-handed defenseman that teams absolutely simp for yeah I I said simp I just found out what that was recently so um yeah like you know so I get what you're saying yeah, like, but with Voinov, it was like, okay, well, he was, you know, involved in spousal abuse. Like, this guy cannot come back. And I think that people will, in the coming weeks, when he inevitably is traded and playing for another team, are going to look at it as, you know, freedom of speech. This guy has some opinions. Yes, maybe he shouldn't have shared them. He can continue to be, you know, uh, uh, you know, lean a little bit right on the political spectrum and still be a COVID denier and whatever, anything else, as long as it's not impacting his play. Because the other thing that layers into it is if Tony D'Angelo has six points in six games, I don't think this is an issue. <laughs> no. No, it definitely Absolutely helps not. that he, was, he had a shit start. Right. And that's not like exonerating him or the Rangers for how this has played out, but it's definitely crazy to me. And I think, I th- I th- you know, the next – it's just go the ahead, reality man. of things. Sorry, go ahead. I, no, I was going to say, I think my favorite headline that I've read about it so far is Tony D'Angelo does not want his contract to be terminated. <laughs> I was like, no shit. 
Yeah, he's getting paid like ten million bucks. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, was, I was like, well, of course, like of everything, like that's going on in his life, that's the last thing that he wants to have. Yeah, yeah. it's it's kind of a mess, and I mean, with with him, I mean, it seems you know, if it's raining, it's pouring on this guy. I mean, obviously, some other stuff has come out, and I mean, I don't want to speculate too much on stuff that we don't have a, a ton of information on, but. Um, just with his relationship with teammates and stuff, obviously there's probably more to it than we even know. And at the end of the day, he's going to be, you know, moving on. And it's just crazy because I mean, I remember when he was playing in Sarnia, he got drafted by Tampa 19th overall, all those years ago. And he seemed, you know, aside from the attitude and these, you know, on ice and off ice issues, he seemed like a pretty, you know, uh, pretty much a guaranteed thing I would say but he's never been good defensively his calling card has always been his offensive play so I don't know I I don't know is there a a landing spot that that you see for him Thomas uh probably a team that we're like it won't people won't care as much like Columbus or because Columbus the whole team is pretty much uh, MAGA dudes and like uh, <laughs> Arizona maybe uh, I don't know I, I think teams that are kind of out of the spotlight like I don't see like the Flyers going and be like oh yeah he's our guy cause to fix the blue line like I personally I wouldn't touch him he's a shithead and like he's a fucking idiot anyways so like that even aside and with this hockey playing it's like it's not really worth it like I don't know. I, some team might trade for him because especially that he cleared waivers so he could be sent down now, like if he really needs to. Um, yeah. Without waiver, without going through waivers again. So I don't know. Like it'll be, it'll be hard. It'll be hard to see another team kind of acquire him and then be like, what is that? Like, what does that say? Like about your team? Like, what are you telling your fans that you don't really care that much about like, I don't know, people spouting off and like, I don't know. Like it's just, it sends yeah. the weird message to your fans. Be like, Oh yeah. Like we think this guy's all right to have on our team and in our locker room, but it's like, yeah, but that, that's full. how, that's how it goes. Yeah. Like if you look at like, look at like Sean Avery is the poster child of it. Right. Like he's I like, feel like your, Sean, Sean Avery, actually, like, but it wasn't like Sean Avery was just a dick, but it's more like, a player's dick. Yeah. No one, like, like no, one, no one liked Avery though. Yeah. But, but like, he was like playing head games. He wasn't, I, I don't think it was quite to the same degree, but that's the other thing too, right? Like it wasn't like abusive. You know, it was more like, it was like yeah. traditional kind of like, I'll pick on you or whatever. And like, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm not defending him, but like he, I don't know. But then it's if you weird. take it the other way, like like Chris said, if he had six points in six games, like it'd be like he would be kind of a mentor for being a dick to people. Like if you if you remember watching like The Last Dance or if you like I, I've like read about Kobe more than I've ever followed his career my whole life, like this past year and like how much of he, an asshole he was to Shaq and everything like that because he just wanted him to work out like if this guy was producing to Chris's point, the tables would be completely turned, right? Well, and that's, you know, kind of indicative about 
how how people truly feel about these things. I don't really think the Rangers give a shit one way or the other if this guy's, you know, a right wing goofball on Twitter. Um, I think they have an issue with the, you know, alleged race comments that have been made or, yeah. you know, the other thing. I'm sure they've got something to say about that. But this is also a guy who hasn't really been performing. Um, I don't know. The Rangers haven't really done it for me this year. And I know we're going to get into that. The conference is a little bit here, but they haven't, you know, they haven't really looked as good as they did last year. Um, they're, I mean, they're last place or tied for last place in the, in that mass mutual Eastern division. Zibanejad hasn't looked very good. Uh, Panarin has looked okay, but even then, um, I don't, I don't know. I just, it's, it's kind of a weird time. I could see him landing in Pittsburgh, to be honest with you. Oh my God. A right they side need, of Tony D'Angelo and Cody CC top four. Listen, man, they need defensive help desperately. I I don't know, man. I'm not saying it's it's going to happen. I don't think happen, any big, but, I, I I seriously don't think anyone's going to claim like trade for him. It's so like after all of this, and then going out to trade like assets for him too. Like yeah. I get that I get that the Rangers can retain some salary and they probably will have to do like half of his contract. But so you're still getting 2.4 million of, I don't know, your your cap is getting spent on this dude. Like, I don't know, man. Like, it's just so weird. It's, but it's also like, it's all sports too. Like it's people can be assholes as long as they're good. Like it's that whole mentality thing. Like people, yeah. If you're fine with it, like Trevor Bauer, perfect example he's like kind of the same kind of guy like he gets in random fights with fans on twitter and cares way too much about what people think of him and then he's like this maga dude um and yeah but he's a really good pitcher so like teams want to pay him tens of millions of dollars so it's just like yeah i don't know it's whatever it is what it is i wanted to shift gears a little bit if that's cool with you guys um I wanted to talk a little bit about the divisions and some surprises that you guys have. Most of the teams, well, save for a few of them because Buffalo's got some postponed games uh, and so does New Jersey. But I would say on average, most teams have played about 10 games or so. Um, What have been some of your uh, early uh, impressions so far, Carter? Um, Well, obviously I'm happy to see what the Habs are doing. Like they're playing fun hockey. Um, but I don't know. Other surprises. Um, I like watching Florida. That was every time I watch Florida, I'm like, this is this is Chris's beginning to the season. Um, <laughs> um, I've liked watching watching Buffalo play. Buffalo's been interesting this year. Um, so I've made a point of like keeping them on, and they did a lot better than I would expected. Um, they pulled in some some different names. Like they, I feel like they have one of the like one of the freshest rosters in, in regards to like, like bringing a bunch of new people in and them not playing together or them not cross crossing paths in their career um, at any point. Um, and so I like watching how they mesh. And so it's been interesting to see what they can come up with. Um, and then, yeah, I, I expected Ottawa to do a little better. Um, I was really hoping for Ottawa to do better. 
Um, I was also hoping for Washington to have a bit more of an exciting start, but um, I guess they kind of picked it up with the OT winner the other night. But again, it's super early. Um, I'm just like happy to be watching hockey again. It's nice to like be at home and <laughs> at any given time put on the TV and watch a hockey game, you know. Um, but I, I guess I'm most most happy about the Habs, and I'm most interested in watching um the sabers and maybe i guess the avalanche they've been very interesting to watch as well yeah mckinnon's gonna be out for a bit uh that came out this morning so that's kind of a bummer but yeah no i agree with you i mean montreal's obviously been amazing um i'm not sure necessarily what people's expectations for them were but um they've definitely been a bright spot in the you know canadian division along with the maple leafs Thomas, were there any uh, teams sticking out for you, for better or for worse? Um, maybe it's just because I've been paying more attention, but the Flyers for sure. Um, they have a really good record with seven wins through their ten games, but like they've just not looked right. I think you know those teams like yeah. the like Paper Tigers, like just really hollow records. Kind of like you don't even know if this is really what kind of team they are. Like, yeah, it doesn't really make sure. sense of how they've kind of looked and then they've just, like, kind of locked themselves into some points. And even Fletcher was saying earlier this morning of, like, that they're lucky with, like, they're able to bank some points so they're happy with that in preparation for, like, any downtime this season once, like, eventually it comes back to them. And, like, man, they're – you're talking about, like, the Penguins needing a blue line help. The Flyers are terrible on the blue line. Like, they're – yeah ever since Niskanen retired, then they haven't really been able to replace him. They tried with Eric Gustafson. He's basically looked, he's a train wreck on the ice. He's absolutely terrible. <laughs> I had to um, drop him from my fantasy team. I dude, added him a few games in and I dropped him, bro. Yeah. He's not getting any ice time anyway. So like, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think with the flyers is tricky. Cause also like Couturier is coming back soon. So it'll be different forward lineup and like, Nolan Patrick's playing decent and like players are kind of clicking more, but then like their blue line is just like, you never know who's going to play with who, like ever since Myers got injured as well, it's going to be like ghost bears going from a healthy scratch one game to like up top minutes with Provorov and then nothing. So uh, yeah. I think they're an interesting team this year, especially in the, like in that East division you're talking about, they're at the top right now. So it's like, it's weird. Was it was it the other night against uh, uh, New York Lawton that had the huge dive for the the head check? Oh, I think so. Yeah, off of yeah. like it because it was off of Farabee's goal. Yeah, like yeah. I, I, that was the hat trick like, game, right? Yeah, I feel, I'm pretty yeah. sure he fed it to Farabee, and Farabee ended up scoring, but he tried to draw a penalty with like such a brutal dive. <laughs> I was like, yeah. "Fuck this!" <laughs> I turned off the game at that point. <laughs> it's the Flyers, man. They have been really good, though, and I mean, they, yeah, like, I get what you're saying, Thomas, where, like, I don't know, there's moments where you see these, like, kind of breakout guys, like, I mean, Farabee is a great example of that. He's looking awesome. I know Morgan Frost was looking pretty good for his first few games, but I think he's still injured. Um, You know, they have depth, but, you know, it's, is is this really who they are, you know? It's just like fun to watch. Like, like you watch like Giroux or like Hayes or Patrick mm-hmm. or um, or Lawton or even like 
I was never a JVR fan, but it's like still fun to see him in the league, right? And doing things. Yeah. Like, and, and then off, obviously, like like following the Lindblom story has been like that's an amazing success story. Like they're they're an undermarketed team, right? Other than Gritty, <laughs> he did some good for them. I think like bringing attention back to Philadelphia. But yeah, they're definitely like for like the I guess the like the veteran power that they have. They definitely don't get the attention that they should I think well it's it's almost like they're in a situation with like the blues like they're kind of right now they're on the cusp of like this sustained success they're not going to change the core at all it's going to be the same guys kind of running through unless they change the blue line soon which they should but it's like well then they have their goals they still have to they still have to add Goudreau too though right (laughs) yeah eventually yeah Uh, he's playing on he's playing He's on the he's on the blue line. Um, but that that's good though because a lot like you see it in Winnipeg. Like Winnipeg has has a roster that's been together for so long, and they like these guys aren't even aren't even looking when they're passing and they're hitting tape to tape. Like it's like they know exactly where they are on the ice, and you're gonna see that with Philly. Like they the longer they're yeah, together, the well, like the more they gel, right? Yeah. yeah, and like, and they're not gonna ever t- be talked about as contenders, I mean, just because that they don't have like the shiny star power of Colorado or like the dependency of Vegas or the like attention drawn as like a Boston or a even Pittsburgh or like Tampa, but like, yeah, they're just always gonna be kind of lurking around and be like, oh, and then they'll make a conference finals and then just like finally get noticed. Outside of Philadelphia, yeah. but yeah. Well, yeah, I, I know. I was watching the um, like the top ten biggest hits, and they were talking about Pronger, and I feel like that was one of the last times where they got some like huge attention. Was when yeah. Pronger was still playing with Philly? Like, I don't know. I, I yeah, be they've wrong, been but... kind of mediocre the last little while. I think oh, there yeah. was a lot of hype when Nolan Nolan Patrick got drafted, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely felt, you know a little lackluster here and there, but I know Kevin Hayes was a signing that a lot of people weren't thrilled about, but I think he's been worth every penny the last little while. What do you think yeah. uh, Flyers fans are looking forward to most this season, Thomas? Uh, healthy players, especially Kachuri coming back. Um, he's going to come back in a week or so and then see from there. And then they'll probably honestly add like some defenseman dude like honestly, speaking of another team that I've fought, I've been paying attention. They should probably trade for Ian Cole, honestly, from the Wild, because like Ian Cole has been really dependable throughout his whole career, pretty much through Pittsburgh and Colorado and everything. And then like, yeah, and then he got traded to the Wild. He's on an expiring deal. Like, I feel like that's like a trade deadline move. That's like you could pretty much pencil in. When's like, the deadline this year? Sorry. April 5th, I want to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, shit. I'm on my game. Yeah, I looked it up the other day because I was like, it's super interesting because if the season starts and then, like, the deadline would be, um, like, two months away. But it's a little bit, but still. Well, it's because it's, it's crazy. You, you take out 30 games, right? Well, yeah. Yeah. I'm just watching highlights from uh, Vancouver and Montreal, and Tyler Toffoli is absolute Give, money. Giving up the hat trick? 
He's that was, so good, man. Like, what is he like, at? Nine, point, nine points a game now? <laughs> yeah, well, he's got nine goals now. And um, I drafted him for my fantasy team. And uh, all right, you know what? Actually, I didn't draft him. I got him on waivers because my friend Steven put him on waivers. And I was like, yoink. And uh, I think out of like the people that got like traded this offseason, I think he he's one of the people that like has meshed with the team in the short of like the quickest, I think. Like he was uh, I think he was free agency, though, wasn't yeah, he? Was a free agent. Sorry, like. Out of all the moves, change the teams. Season. Yeah, change. There teams, you go. Sorry. Um, but yeah, he's one of the, the few that meshed like with. The, yeah, and he was a last minute pickup as well, wasn't he? Yeah, he was like, like a budget guy. Like he was. Yeah, yeah. Or like a he down to the wire, and he's a last minute pickup, and it, that's the best thing much about. Like he's he's got on so well with the team. He's like, I you can't imagine the habit of to Foley now, just watching them play like this the beginning of the season. And like watching what he did tonight, like he had a chance to shoot for the hat trick, and um, and he passed it over to Petrie, and Petrie buried one to get them up five three, right? Like there were it was four three, I think, and then like it was such like a like anybody with two goals and dying <laughs> minutes dying down, you're like fuck, I need to get a third, right? And yeah, he's he's very like team minded, and it's been it's been fun to watch. Like it's I I, I feel like they did. <laughs> yeah, it's true. He loves to light up Vancouver too, which I love. Given that <laughs> yeah. it was his his previous team that oh couldn't afford to sign him, and like I don't know about you guys. I mean, I feel like we're probably all consistent here that you know while I've enjoyed watching games in other divisions, I am obsessed with the Canadian division. Oh yeah, I like, watch I, every single game. It's the best. I watch the rest like in highlights, or like I watch it when I wait for a Canadian division team, like if there's like a, if there's like an hour between, I'll like switch over and yeah. like cycle through other games and I'll go back to the Canadian division. Like it's, 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 yeah, it's the best. I've been really enjoying it. And although, you know, it's obviously great to see Toronto and Montreal at the top, um, Ottawa is just, they're, they're real bad. They're, uh, they're losing three to nothing to Edmonton as we record here on February 2nd. And, yeah, so it's, it's, you want to go watch the game? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm watching it right now. It's on my oh, uh, it, it's on my TV, and I want to make sure there's wow. a reference in case Connor McDavid does something crazy again in the next little bit. But what's the team that surprised you the most in the Canadian division, Thomas? Uh, I want to say Vancouver for actually no, for better. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Calgary. For just being decent. But, like, honestly, Markstrom hasn't been terrible. I haven't really looked at any stats or anything, but I, from what I've gathered, and, like, honestly, I've kind of been the opposite. I haven't really checked out the North Division really yet. Um, I haven't even watched Leafs games this year because I'm just too busy. But, like, um, it's so frustrating. I, like, I started. I watched the season over, and it was a big thing. I watched it, like, with my dad and stuff and then like yeah and then i just opted to just like you know what i can't commit to like actually watching three teams so i'm just like you know what the one that doesn't pay me the one that i don't earn money from i'm just not gonna watch and honestly it's, it's, same old... sell out. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same old narratives too it's like oh 
Yeah. Old people think Nylander's bad, but actually Nylander's really good. Oh, there's injuries. Okay. There's their blue yeah. line still sucks. Okay. Cool. Well, their blue line sucks. doesn't suck. Like Brody was a bad signing, honestly. No. No, he. How is he? A, oh my god. Okay. Please indulge me. How is TJ Brody a bad signing? He hasn't been really good. Like Riley. Honestly, they should trade Riley. Trade like. I'm gonna turn into like super like Leafs radio guy, but they should trade Riley. Honestly. Like, yeah, like it makes I guess no it's, sense. I don't know. It makes no sense to keep him if you want to be. What? It's just clear to me that you haven't watched them all season with that opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Like, it's, uh, you know, whatever. Do what makes you happy, buddy. But at the end of the day. (laughs) I just think it's funny that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hun, hun. Listen, um, I just think it's. I'm actually laughing. I'm actually laughing right now. I think it's hilarious. You know, it's funny. Robin and I have been watching uh, just the trashiest TV. On Amazon Prime, you can watch Rock of Love and oh um, with with Brett Michaels from Poison. Uh, Do you guys ever watch that show? Yeah. yeah. I watch Flavor she, of Love, too. Flavor of Love is the other great one, obviously. We're going to watch yeah. Flavor of Love next. Um, you guys want to hear my uh, Flavor of Flav impression? <laughs> Yes. Let me know when you're ready, Thomas. Okay, I'm ready. Because you know how he doesn't, he can't remember any of their actual names, so he just gives them nicknames? <laughs> Do you guys remember that? How there's like New York and Sweetie and Hoops? Yeah. Okay, maybe you don't remember. Anyways, haha, sure. Thomas, I'm going to call you stupid because your maple leaf <laughs> takes a fucking stupid. <laughs> That's what he sounds like. You know what? Whatever. No, it's fine. And I was watching Rock of Love the other day, and Rob, I said to Rob, and I said, that girl looks awfully familiar. And she's like, what do you mean? Have you seen this season before? And I was like, no, no. Like, I've seen this. I, like, I like know this girl. And she's like, well, where have you seen her before? And it occurred to me oh that... The one girl Brandy C is a porn star named Brandy Burke. <laughs> and yeah, completely completely busted. Oh, no, yeah. And I just and she definitely knew something was up, but I was just thinking like, haha, never yeah, I've seen her uh never, I'm familiar with some of her work prior <laughs> to this show. <laughs> But remember, like, that show was on so long ago, right? Yeah. So, I don't know what oh Brittany Burke God. is up to these days, but good for her. <laughs> so, um, but Rock of Love is great because the version that's on um, Rock of Love, Rock of Love came out in 2007. So, we were in, well, I was in uh, grade 12 in 2007. Yeah, we were in high school. Mm-hmm. And, um, but they let them swear on this version so they don't bleep anything out. And one of the girls ran downstairs the other day because I guess all the parents were in this one particular episode. So the final three, everyone's mom and dad comes onto the show. And this girl ran into the room and goes, Hey, does your dad know whose cock you were sucking last night? (laughs) And like just yelling like the most profane shit ever. And 
anyways, I don't know how we went on this tangent. Your opinions about the Maple Leafs are your okay. opinions, Thomas. That's fine. I just want to save stuff for a reaction, you know? I'm just getting a reaction. I actually think it's hilarious. Uh, um, I have no opinions about the Maple Leafs, honestly. I, they could just do whatever they want, honestly. Do you still run that that Twitter account Toronto Baghead, or did you give that up to somebody else? <laughs> we share it. Oh, it's yeah. it's a joint effort, eh? Yeah, yeah. It, we we have a Slack. Oh my god! Imagine Toronto Baghead was just several people on a Slack channel. Oh my god, that would explain a lot. Yeah. It would. It they definitely would schedule would. their posts. They have a strategy meeting. Um, yo, let's switch gears a little bit. Uh, Carter, are you doing a fantasy hockey team this season? No, it's one of the first years in a long time I haven't. I think just being outside of work and, like, outside of teams and everything like that, I just stayed out of the loop. There you go. Well, let's um, – maybe you can give me a little bit of fantasy advice. Thomas, I know you have a team this year. How's your team doing? Uh, not very good. It, we're, I'm in a fantasy league where the um, penalty minutes hits are negative points. Oh, shit. And then – so it's, like, all players that score a lot but don't, like, take penalties and hit. So, like, Evander Kane isn't even drafted in my league or, like <laughs> – um, yeah, like, you don't want to take Tom Wilson or don't want to take whoever – um, how many uh, how many people do you have in the Cottonelle league? Because your league wow. is soft as shit, bro. It, yeah, I was gonna say, was the, it? Did your new work soft boys league? Did your, yeah, did your Super new work soft. start this uh, start this format? <laughs> well, yeah, no, it's actually, it's with a couple of Twitter people. Um, <laughs> that explains yeah. it. Actually, past <laughs> say no Corey more. Pass gets Corey Schneider's in the in the league. Oh, um, I love that guy. So, do you – is there any money in your league, Thomas? No. No, that oh, explains that's why it's just for so fun. So, really, I'm doing a league with some people I work with. I promise I gave them a shout-out. So, shout-out specifically to Sean, Alex, Roman, Steven, <laughs> other Sean, uh, JR, uh, Theo, Carlo, Brendan. Carlo. Uh, Zer. Zerfon, yeah, yeah, I know you love Carlo. Connor, Carlo the bodyguard. <laughs> yeah. Carlo's the bodyguard. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, um, anyways, we've been doing side bets every week. Oh, uh, shit. And I just won a 26 or a pink Whitney for winning my most recent week. And I feel validated. Like, yeah, my honestly, card, is, though, have you ever had pink Whitney? I haven't had it yet. Fuck, dude, it's gonna turn your <laughs> turn you inside out. Yeah, yeah. If Robin what? thought he, if Robin thought she loved other drinks before, yeah, this will change it. Yeah, I'm yeah, looking she, forward to it. I I could just never find it at the at the Lickbo by my house, so we'll we'll see how that goes. But yeah, my team is uh, fifth place out of twelve. We're eleven seven and two. And, uh, you know, the team's been pretty good. Can I read you guys off my roster and you guys can uh, critique it? Here we go. It sounds like great content. 
Oh, I'm going to fuck you up, Thomas. My team could smoke your team. Ryan O'Reilly. Mine's okay. better. Sasha Barkov. Anders oh, Lee. Tyler Toffoli. Brock Bezer. 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 Kirill Kaprizov. Victor Hedman. Troy Krug. Ryan Pollock. Ryan Ellis. Artemi Panarin. Yanni Gord. Jason Zucker. Travis Konechny. Uh, Ty Smith. John Tavares. Essa Lindell. And then in goal, I've got Jordan Bennington and Elvis Merzlikens. Why do you have Lindell? I just picked up Lindell today. Oh. Is he getting points Why this year? Yeah, he had uh, two I know Dallas has scored goals. a lot of goals. Yeah, he's on the top PP and top pairing defenseman with Klingberg. So, so, Chris, when you when you play, when you like are in a fantasy league, are you are you like a consistent roster guy, or are you like are you on the uh, like are you on the free agents list or like the trade list? Oh, all the time? I'm I'm tank I'm tankering all the time, and the thing that is like weird is like you've got guys that are on teams where their games are being postponed, so yeah. like any games with to, Buffalo, yeah, yeah any games yeah. with New Jersey. That part kind of sucks, but yeah, I think I guess that's interesting with fantasy decent. sports this year because like, like I guess you never have to worry about that like beforehand because well, can... we got we put we put in extra IR spots. Oh, okay, because like yeah, we thought it was just fair. And it's God, like, you're it's a you're, fun league, so you're you playing in like the CFL of the fucking yeah, fantasy sick. leagues. It's, sick, it's fun. <laughs> I love how. Thomas came after me for this not being engaging content. However, <laughs> his team is his league loses points against the best yeah. parts about hockey. Actually, when wow. I play, our, our nets are actually nine feet wide and nine feet high, so you score a lot more when you're on the ice. <laughs> yeah. It's like soccer. <laughs> who's, who's been your best player with all of those crazy factors? McDavid, Thomas. McDavid. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And then Nylander or Ehlers. I have them both. Okay. Yeah, they're both good. And then I, yeah, I traded, man, speaking of tinkering, I traded McAvoy like two weeks into the season. Why? Because he, he was hitting too much. He was getting in trouble. He was yeah, negative on the season. <laughs> and Boston wasn't scoring any goals, so I was like, screw it. He wasn't on the top power play. I hate that. <laughs> He was he was oh too mean he was too mean at them. <laughs> so then so then I traded him straight up for Riley Smith and that's all right. He's getting some shit. Since since we are a uh, fantasy hockey podcast uh, this yeah. season, uh, here's a couple of risers and fallers from your boy Killer Puck. Number one, Andre Kopitar, riser. Number two, Jonathan Druin, riser. Number three, I'm not gonna explain Jonas, it all. Just like <laughs> just no, a riser. No, but get him. <laughs> uh, a guy that I'm thinking. And these of are the of facts copy. by Chris. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there's a guy I'm thinking of copying. Uh, Kevin Lankinen from Chicago, Andrew the Cop? goalie. Oh, what? Andrew Cop. You're thinking of Cop and Cop. Yeah, Cop and Cop. Um, but yeah, so some guys that you want to drop. Evgeny Malkin, drop him. Cam Fowler, drop him. Miko Koskinen, get rid of him. And you know who you're trading away? Joe Pavelski. Get rid of him. Pack no. your shit. You're out of here, Joe. 
this is this is like that so i put in the show notes early season like predictions bullshit <laughs> you did put that in the notes that's true and then putting yeah. joe pavelski down as a as an early season fucking dish him is one of those Take, er, early season predictions ridiculous <laughs> did you see in the show notes i put rock of love brandy burke crying face <laughs> yeah i love i yeah you deleted all of your other ones and that was it <laughs> i'm gonna that's what i'm gonna name the episode shout out to brandy burke we miss you and i, I feel like we had to do thomas's notes thomas did you actually do your own notes or did well, we have to do them for you no i just <laughs> chris forced me to do the notes and i said and this is literally like on the call before you came, he's like, "Yeah, I'll just do halves." I just put halves. Yeah, yeah. Thomas did. Do, we, we had a deadline. We had a deadline for notes two weeks ago when we were supposed to do our first episode. Well, we did, and then remember, my audio wasn't working, so we recorded like a forty-five minute episode, and the shit didn't work. So oh, yeah, the that lost. Was that was our lost tape. That was our lost tape where we predicted everything. Yep, we did predict everything. Well, we're, um, Liney's we're first right. game. Liney's first game is with Columbus tonight. Yeah. Yeah against Dallas and they lost. So who won the trade? Um, what? Well, that's all the time we have for Hosers tonight. Um, no, that's I'm going to well, say they, Winnipeg they, won the trade. Are we talking yeah, about they, the trade now? Yeah, they, also got, a, yeah, they also got a third round pick. Oh. Like it wasn't no, I'm just... Still saying, I think Winnipeg won the trade, honestly. Yeah, like they, they didn't just like get Dubois. They got a pick I'm as being well. being genuine. Yeah, I think Columbus won the trade, and it's not particularly close for me, at least. What are you fucking? Are you dumb? Sorry. No, I'm not dumb. I love when we get like feisty with each other. Love that you just said, "Are you oh. fucking dumb?" I, <laughs> I love it. Um, Lane isn't good defensively at all. Like he doesn't contribute enough. Okay. Okay, fine, but is is defense what you're really worried about with the Columbus Blue Jackets? Well, no, but it's all. Do you need it? Who gets them the puck? That, that's it. Uh, that's exactly Seth it. Jones like it, or Zach Wierenski. If you watch, if you watch Line A play, like the only reason why he has any success is because what I was mentioning earlier, they know where, they know exactly where they're going to be on the ice. So Line A has I like think a, a consistent funnel. Sure, but I think a guy that's like an elite goal scorer can score 30 goals in his sleep. He's going to find the puck regardless. Like, yes, you need somebody to dishing to him. Yeah, but yeah, you need somebody dishing to him. I agree. But what I'm saying is, is that you like, you're not necessarily worrying about him being super defensively responsible when you've got a guy that plays that style of game like i if if i were john tortorella i would not really be super concerned about his defensive game if what we're asking him is to be somebody who's reliable who can play on that line with alex texier and cam atkinson and can put the fucking puck in the net yeah but how long do you think torts is going to put up with a one-way forward Sure, but it's, I, I'm not saying yeah, what he needs if, to be like a liability. I'm just saying that he doesn't need to be this like, you know, Patrice Bergeron two-way forward. Nobody um, is when, a liability. Is, yeah, and Torts is going to lose it. Torts is going to lose it. And he's going to... Okay. He, if he's not scoring goals, you would. I would honestly rather be shorthanded. 
than Havlana. Like, that's such a bad opinion. Oh, my <laughs> fucking God. He's, if he's not scoring goals, he's literally not doing anything but allowing the opposing team into your own zone. Like, if he's not scoring okay. goals, he's not doing anything. Where Dubois literally does everything. I'm sorry, Chris. I know I'm normally on your side, but... I know. Who the fuck are you, bro? <laughs> and, like, Rossov... I feel like the Rossovic in a third just, like, swap out. It's whatever. But if you're just comparing Lainey and Dubois, but I think see, Dubois is I... a better player. Yeah, I don't feel that way. Like, when I look at Roslovic, like, I I think he's legit. Like, well, he doesn't I, have I really an opportunity. Legit. Well, that's what so, I mean, right? He can we'll play see, center. You know, he was on that. Do you guys remember when he was playing with uh, Austin Matthews and Matthew Kachuk? They were money. And I'm not saying that he's going to have that type of talent, because obviously he's not. But... He's he's got good speed. He, you know, like I don't know. We haven't totally seen him play at a higher level, but he he's. I'd say he's gonna be a somewhat. Fuck, I'm like kind of talking myself back a little bit on him, but <laughs> <laughs> he, he's he defensively a, responsible. He has a career ceiling of like a Colby Armstrong. Uh. <laughs> Uh, okay, but even that. Okay, so let's. Okay, so let's see. Best Bruce case scenario. Ceiling. Okay, sorry. What if he's either like a middle six center that can be, you know, responsible on both ends of, of the ice? Who are we talking about right now? Line still? Ross Lovett. Ross, Ross Oh, no, sorry. Like, I don't know. And a third round pick is not a guaranteed thing either. Yeah, but if you look at Ross Levick, Bjorkstrand and Jenner, like, and how long they've been playing. Like, I know I keep going back to how long they've been playing together before, but that's in a condensed season when you have no, you you had two weeks of camp. Like, normally you have two months of camp. But did you see the Pierre-Luc Dubois shift? The shift? Did you see that shift? Yeah, but he did the only thing that he could do. Like, he can't force his way out of there. Uh, he wanted he man. wanted out, and he forces kids, he forced them to trade him. The kids no got way. no heart. The there's kids no, got no chance. He's got no heart. <laughs> oh my god! I'm it's, interested it, to see I, how he'll play in Winnipeg. Yeah. It's just going to be tough with Line A on the ice, and then you have Del Zotto to count on behind him. Can you imagine yeah. the, the kind of pull that Del Zotto and Line A are going to have in Columbus? Just <laughs> Del Zotto is like introducing him to all the porn stars. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's just, he's still got his neck guard on. He's like, <laughs> so you want to play Fortnite? <laughs> <laughs> he's just doing like the loser dance in like the lot <laughs> yeah. of the hotel. You're all, you're all pigeons. You're all pigeons. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> Ha ha ha! Brandy loves. Ha ha. Uh, <laughs> I know her somewhere. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> we love Brandy Love. Back in Finland, we only get of all of the uh, adult stars in Finland. The best one, by a long shot, would have to be Lisa Ann. And Michael, I know you have experience with Lisa Ann. 
Do you remember those those tweets that came out? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Best by far. <laughs> we love your Sarah Palin impression from a few years ago. Me and the boys impression. love it. It's very funny. <laughs> no. Line A does kind of talk like like you know he, he sounds like he's from like, Finland. Yeah, no, I'm not like I'm not ripping on his accent. It's just he does kind of sound like that. But anyways. Oh my god. You love to see it. Um let's the Senators just scored uh, a goal, so this is my signal to uh, end the podcast so that I can watch Ottawa uh, come back and wow. uh, beat the Oilers. Uh, any uh, other score? things you guys want to add? Uh, four to one. So oh, okay. we've got to start somewhere. Okay. I love it. All right. Well, boys, listen, let's wrap it up. I think we uh, – skated the rust off it's been two months we told some stories we had some hard-hitting analysis uh thomas and i disagreed so it's all par for the course carter completely uh, turned his back on me and i won't (laughs) soon forget it (laughs) no more coffees huh (laughs) no more yeah 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 no 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 maybe thomas can go to the dog park with you (laughs) don't need me but uh anyways uh anything you want to plug thomas anything you're writing about or anything that the people should keep an eye out for uh read hockey wilderness.com uh yeah that's it i like it carter anything you want to plug (laughs) no oh my god i'm sorry i'm not sorry i'm not on the internet thomas (laughs) maybe read my read my dissertation yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Re. Uh, I. I don't even forget your fucking web. I forget your website. I'm. <laughs> I'm pretty drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've been just drinking uh, tall cans all night, eh? Yeah. Whatever. I get my hands on. Uh, whatever Thomas like writes it. for, read that. That's what I'm gonna plug. Thank you. Yep. Absolutely. Wingsnation.com. Make sure to check out Thomas's stuff. <laughs> Seriously, though, what is it again? Uh, I feel like it's lost in the bullshit. Can you hockey plug it wilderness. Hockeywilderness. Hockeywilderness.com. Yes, hockey and Broad Street. And Broad Street. Hockey. Broad Street Hockey.com. Broad Street Hockey.com. Yeah. And uh, are you still uh, leaving? Editor and Leaf.com. Huh? Editor and are you still leaving funny comments on Pornhub videos or are you not doing that anymore? Yeah, I'm making parody accounts. Like, uh, I'm. <laughs> Maybe porn up parody accounts. Political <laughs> guy satire. With, guy, guy with beard punches dick while writing about the Minnesota Wild. Yeah. Okay. That's, cool. That's, well, it's a it's a weird kink. It's some people are into it. Yeah. He's, no kink. He's got, he's got three views. It's me, you, and Emily. I like it. We're just supporting the boy. It's yeah. true. Thank you. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. You can check out the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We're going to put ourselves on Spotify in the next couple of weeks. I've committed to it. So keep an eye out there. 
remember you can leave a review uh, on I think all of those platforms, which uh, helps people, uh, you know, become a part of the hosers family, if you know what I mean. Oh, and, uh, you know, Carl Smith, <laughs> if you're listening, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to come to your house. I'm going to take all of your money. And I'm going to your mother. I'm going to teach you how to block a phone number from an undesirable caller. Okay? <laughs> Anyways, I love you guys. It's good seeing you again. Thanks for everybody's patience while we were figuring things out. And uh, we'll see you next week. Peace. Bye. I think we did good, boys. That was a funny episode. <laughs>